Welcome to the Duathlon Show. This episode, Best Shoes for Duathlon. On this episode of the Duathlon Show, we're going to discuss some of the best shoes for duathlon racing. I'll talk about what you want to look for in a duathlon racer and discuss what makes a good do shoe. Then I'll list some of my current favorites. One important thing to note right off the bat. You can and should race duathlon in any shoes you can run safely in. Some of the shoes I'm going to mention are pretty expensive, but you don't need the top-of-the-line shoes to have a top-of-the-line duathlon experience. So what do you want in a duathlon shoe? Quick transitions. You want to be able to slip your shoes off easily in transition 1 and slip them back on easily in T2. If you don't have clipless pedals and will be wearing the one pair of shoes the whole time, then don't worry about this factor when making your duathlon shoe buying decision. Comfort. Your legs will be aching come the second run, and a comfortable fit and feel underfoot will help you achieve your best on the duathlon race course. Speed. You want a fast shoe. This is a race after all. So a pair of fast shoes, whether that means springy foam, lightweight, or a carbon fiber plate in the midsole is what you're looking for. Rocker geometry? Quoting from runningwarehouse.com In recent years, a number of companies have been rolling out shoes with a rocker geometry, which rolls the wearer's foot forward as they land to make running feel easier and more efficient. The way a rockered midsole works is quite simple. Like the movement of a rocking chair, the rounded shape of a rockered midsole helps to roll the runner forward through their stride. You need less energy to move or tip a rocking chair back and forth than you do with a standard chair. This easy rocking action is what makes rockered shoes so efficient. Do you need this rockered geometry effect in your shoe? Some like it, others don't. But a slight push forward from a shoe with rocker geometry might help you when your legs feel like jelly in the first part of run two. What you don't need to worry about. Sockless fit. In a duathlon, there's no getting out of the water and jamming your feet into bike shoes and later jamming those same sockless feet directly into your running shoes because you don't want to waste 10 seconds getting on socks. In duathlon, we stay dry and socked the whole time. Comfortable. That's the way it is. And laces. You don't need to worry about whatever stock laces come with your running shoe. I recommend you replace whatever laces comes with it with elastic laces, or my choice, bubble laces. Check out the Duathlon Show episode, How to Choose the Right Shoelaces for Duathlon, for more. Now on to the recommendations. Here are the best shoes for duathlon. First up is the Asics Nusa Tri-15. These shoes are the only one on the list that were specifically designed for the triathlete, as indicated by the name. But I don't think Asics would mind if the duathlete used it as well. From the product page, the Nusa Tri-15 shoe features an avant-garde approach that's inspired by Van Gogh paintings. As always, the shoe is designed to stand out from a visual and underfoot comfort perspective. 
Bold colors and patterns are met with a breathable engineered mesh upper to help keep your feet cool and comfortable. I don't know about Van Gogh, but they've got this crazy bright uh, tie-dye effect on a lot of the colorways. These shoes are designed with easy on and off capabilities. Apparently that's the try connection. There's a tongue pull tab, a high arching heel counter, and the guide sole technology. This curved sole design helps the fast forward transition and increase runner efficiency, apparently. The heel counter is the top rear of the shoe. On the Noosa Tri-15, it's got this protrusion that along with the tongue pull tab should help you pull your foot out quickly during T1 and jam it back in quickly during T2. This shoe uses an EVA-based foam. It's been used in running shoes for decades ethylene vinyl acetate. It's a durable and reliable foam that's present in a lot of fast shoes, even if it isn't the springiest or most modern foam around. I'm going to be citing the excellent reviews website runrepeat.com during this episode. They haven't reviewed the Noosa Tri 15, but they did give last year's version, the 14, a 93 out of 100 score. The Noosa 15 costs 130 US dollars, 135 Great British pounds, or 150 euros. Pro tip for the budget conscious to athlete like myself, Last year's Noosa Tri 14 is apparently almost the same shoe and can be found at significant discounts if you don't mind not having this year's model. Next shoe I recommend for duathlon is the Nike Alpha Fly 2. The Alpha Fly 2 is the world record shoe. These were the shoes worn by Elliot Kipchoge when he set the marathon world record of 2 hours, 1 minute, and 9 seconds at the 2022 Berlin Marathon. This record was just broken at the Chicago Marathon October of 2023, albeit by another Nike runner, Kelvin Kiptum, who was wearing a pair of the not-yet-released-at-time-of-recording Alpha Fly 3s. The Alpha Fly 2s feature a carbon fiber plate sandwiched into a thick layer of Zumex foam. The carbon plate provides energy return, and the springy Zumex foam is made of polyether block amide, or PIBA. This futuristic foam is not made by Nike or any of the shoe companies who will be mentioned in this episode. The foam is made by Arkema Inc., a global diversified chemical manufacturer. The Alpha Fly 2s feature a pull tab on the heel counter as well as a pull tab on the tongue area. These tabs can quicken transitions by allowing you to slip the shoes on and off more easily. In fact, you'll be required to use this heel tab to get the shoe on in almost any situation. I own a pair, and the fit of the Atom Knit upper is very snug. This can be good for duathlon because a good lockdown is going to allow you to shift the most power through your drivetrain. When your piston heads are making explosions of power on the pavement, you do want a snug upper fit. But the Alpha Fly 2 is definitely not an easy slip-on shoe. It's a shoe you should practice quickly pulling apart and swooshing your foot into if you're going to race a do. The shoe also has forefront zoom AirPods, which Nike says are optimized to absorb more impact, ensuring better heel-to-toe transitions. I have no idea if these air pockets make you run faster. The carbon plates and the foam have been studied and are verified as providing some benefit to runners, but the air thingies, IDK. If nothing else, they give the shoe that classic Nike look. 
I will mention two potential negatives about this shoe, stability and price. This is a very tall shoe, high stack. There's a lot of foam in the midsole. The Alpha Fly 1 got a lot of criticism for being wobbly in the corners. Version 2 made some improvements in this department, upgrading the sidewalls and providing a wider forefoot for a more stable ride. According to runrepeat.com, the Nike Alpha Fly 2 is more stable than its predecessor thanks to a wider platform, but a shoe with such a high stack height, it's 40mm and the average is 33.2mm, can never be as stable as other lower shoes. The second negative is price. Currently 285 USD, 279.95 GBP, and 309.99 Euro as of October 2023. It's not going to be for everyone at that price point. Ungodly expensive seems to be the right way to describe it. No one should feel compelled to spend so much dough on a pair of running shoes that aren't super durable. But for some of us, we covet. And the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Cha-ching sound effect. There goes my money, off spent on another carbon-plated super shoe. Runrepeat.com gave the Alpha Fly 2s an 81 out of 100 and said, Buy this shoe if you are after your personal best in your next race. It doesn't come cheap at all, but it is worth it. Next shoe up on the list of best shoes for duathlon, the Asics Nova Blast 3. We return to the Asics brand for this shoe, which was released in September of 2022 to rave reviews. Fun fact interlude, Asics is a Japanese corporation. The name Asics is an acronym for the Latin phrase, anima sana incorpore sano, which means a sound mind in a sound body. That phrase coming from the Latin poet Juvenal. People love the Nova Blast 3. When I open up YouTube and type in Asics Nova Blast 3, here's the first page of video titles. Best running shoe of 2022? Question mark, question mark. Shoe of the year? Question mark. Shoe of the year? No question mark. More certainty here. I like that. I'm the type of person who needs reassurance. Best running shoe of 2022, one question mark. Asics Nova Blast 3 review after 300 miles. Wow. Next one. A real daily blast or a midsole misfire? Finally, one with a bit of nuance. But we'll end on one more positive. Asics Nova Blast 3 review. The best running shoe ever? Question mark. Run Repeat gave the shoe a 91 out of 100 and included the following bullet points in their review. Super bouncy, cushy feel for miles, breathable, light AF, ready for cornering, locks you in, tongue stays in place, grippy outsole, mad durable, sets the bar for a do-it-all shoe. Quite the panegyric there. The Nova Blast has the FF Blast Plus foam from Asics. That's an EVA blend foam. Not the super futuristic Piba foam, but one that everyone describes in this shoe as super cushioned. This is a shoe that's going to take care of your legs. 
Technically, this is a daily trainer shoe, not a race shoe, according to the running shoe geeks of the internet. There is no carbon or plastic plate in this shoe. But any shoe can be a race shoe, and this shoe is definitely more affordable than some of the others on this list. The MSRP is $140, but at a year old, this shoe has some discounts, and even the official ASICS website is letting it go for only 110 smackaroonies at the time of recording. Next shoe on the list that would be great for duathlon, the Sakoni Endorphin Elite. This shoe has Power Run HG foam. That's the Piba foam again, but this time it's been injected with supercritical nitrogen gas. Seems like Saucony has one-upped Nike on this one. The swoosh only has regular Piba, not gaseous Piba. A super stiff carbon plate through the midsole provides the snappy energy return that'll drag you through run number two of your duathlon. Runrepeat.com gives us the following bullets to describe this shoe. The finest Saucony racer yet. Remarkably lightweight. Impressively stable. Wide toe box. Ideal for marathons. Excellent foot lockdown. Exceptional energy return from Power Run HG. Super grip in both wet and dry conditions. From that list, the words lightweight, stable, excellent lockdown stand out to me here as being relevant qualifications to make a great duathlon shoe. And maybe the gassy Piba is even bouncier than the regular. Who knows? The Endorphin Elite is the top-of-the-line offering from Saucony, and it'll set you back a cool 275 United States dollars, 280 pounds sterling, or 300 euros. If you don't want to spring for the pricey Saucony Endorphin Elite, try the brand's next option down the price scale with the Endorphin Pro 3. It's got a carbon fiber plate, but it has the Power Run PB foam, the Piba without gas. Following that is the Endorphin Speed 3, which has Power Run PB and a winged nylon plate. So not carbon, but still a plate. Any of these could be great duathlon racers. Now for a few honorable mentions. First, the Mizuno Wave Rebellion Pro. The brand says this shoe has a carbon-reinforced wave plate and smooth speed assist design that supports and strikes at all the right angles. This shoe has a crazy midsole design. It has a rocking horse vibe or an upside-down rainbow look, with the foam dramatically sloping up where the heel on a normal running shoe is located. This shoe might take some time to get used to and is not ideal for heel strikers, because the heel is pretty much not there. 88 on run repeat and $250 retail price. And finally, don't think I forgot you Hoka fans, I know there are a lot of you, the Hoka Rocket X2. Headlines are highly resilient Piba foam, carbon fiber plate, early stage meta rocker, which will give you that rocker geometry effect and roll you forwards. 85 on run repeat and $250 price as well. That's it for today's episode. 
All the shoes I mentioned could be great for duathlon, triathlon, or plain old road running. Don't forget to go back and listen to the duathlon show episode, How to Choose the Right Shoelaces for Duathlon, for the best way to set up your shoes for racing. Before we go, would you do me a favor? Leave a five-star review right now on your podcast player. Thanks. Stay dry, everyone. You can follow The Duathlon Show on Twitter and YouTube at The Duathlon Show. Questions or comments? Show at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a good rating and review on the platform where you found it and tell your friends. You can support The Duathlon Show by donating at ko-fi.com slash theduathlonshow.